Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris, and joining me is Deputy County Administrator and CFO Angie Hill. She's our special guest today. We're excited to have her. And we're here to talk about our recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here. Hi, Jen. Thank you. It's good to be here. So at the March 13th Board of Supervisors meeting, uh, there were really, I'd say, what, four big things on the agenda. We had a presentation from the Montgomery County Floyd Regional Library. The library director there talked to us a little bit, and uh, we had five public hearings, and that took the bulk of the meeting. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we have one budget work session and one item of new business. So uh, first up was the presentation from the Montgomery Floyd Regional Library Director, uh, Kareem Khan. He gave an overview of the library branches in Montgomery County. Are there any uh, takeaways that you want to share from that presentation with us? Yes, it's always good for Kareem to come and share with us and give the board an update about what's been going on with the libraries for the past year. One thing that he brought up was a fee-free policy, which is new, and that waives late fees from patrons, so that's a good thing. And then they've installed happy or not kiosks. So when patrons come in, they have the opportunity to, um, as they leave, click on a, a kiosk as to their satisfaction rate, and out of 15,000 responses, 91% stated they were happy. And the kiosk has more than just happy or not, it has some in the middle. So 91% of the people were the very happiest they could be. That was exciting to hear. He also shared about the mobile library, which is a very cool thing. We started that during COVID, and the mobile library is a vehicle that travels around the county and reaches out to people who might not be able to get to the library. And it has a really cool sock monkey on the side, which he shared. He wasn't sure if they were allowed to actually have the sock monkey legally painted on the side of the vehicle. But he said that kids love it and come to the vehicle and try to hug the monkey. So they wanted to leave that on there. And then Finally, he talked about some capital projects that he hopes to have underway soon. One of them is the one that will happen in the near future, which is an outdoor space at the Blacksburg Library. It was a lot of great information, and I know there's some great and innovative things happening at our libraries. I personally enjoy the Hoopla app. If you haven't done that, if you haven't downloaded that, it's a great way to listen to audiobooks. It's a free app that you can do through our library. And I use it a lot when I'm doing chores or exercising, and so it's really helpful. Uh, great, great things going on there. But next up, we had, as I stated, several public hearings. And I'm going to go ahead and list them here, and then we can discuss the outcomes and next steps. I'll let you share all that great information with us. <laughs> um, but the five public hearings included... I feel like I need a drum roll. Um, joint public hearing with the VDOT. Uh, it was for the secondary six-year plan for fiscal year 2023 slash 2024 and uh, fiscal year 2028 slash 2029. Then uh, we had a rezoning request from Eagle Construction of Virginia, a rezoning request. And I want you to tell me, I've heard it say Lowe's and Loves. Is it Loves Travel Center? It is Loves. Yes. Okay. So rezoning request for Love's Travel Center. Uh, let's see what else we had a special. Then we had two more related to that uh, Love's Travel Center as well. One was a special use permit. And the last was uh, a special use permit related to signage. So spoiler alert, I'm going to get one of these out of the way right now. For the second public hearing related to the rezoning from uh, Eagle 
construction in Virginia, no citizens addressed the board and the board ended up unanimously approving that request under their items of new business. Okay, so that leaves us with four public hearings. And I think we should probably unpack some of that for, uh, for us to figure out what's going on with it. Uh, okay. First up, the six-year secondary road plan. Will you let us know what that is and what happened with that? Yes, I'll be glad to. The public hearing for the six for the secondary six-year plan is for fiscal years 23-24 through 28-29 in Montgomery County, and then also on VDOT secondary system construction budget for fiscal year 23-24. And all projects in the secondary six-year plan that are eligible for federal funds will be included in the statewide transportation improvement program, which documents how Virginia will obligate federal transportation funds. Five citizens addressed the board during this public hearing about two different roads. The first one was a rural addition of request for Opal Lane, and the other was for consideration for Bobcat Lane. And the board will review these requests and the existing plan, and they need to vote on the secondary six-year road plan at an upcoming meeting that needs to be held before the end of June, so before the end of this fiscal year. Okay. And surprisingly, a lot of people did speak out about that. I think I've participated in others where not very many people spoke out uh, during the public address. So that was good to hear from citizens. Then uh, thank you for that one. So that leaves us with three other public hearings related to the Loves Travel Center. And our planning and GIS director, Bree Hopkins, she gave a presentation uh, overview of those requests. It's a travel center planned in the Elliston Lafayette area. And some, some citizens did address the board during that one, uh, during those public hearings. And I'm hoping you'll walk us through what that means and you know what happened and then what's going to happen with that one. Yes, I'll be glad to. Three citizens did speak out in opposition to the requests. The requests are, um, as you said, for zoning and special use permit for the Loves Travel Center. We can remember that because it has a big heart on the sign. That's why, because it's love. And um, the the public hearing was about the zoning, special use permit. It was about signage. So there were several things that came up during that conversation. And the, the people that spoke out about it were concerned about noise, lighting, and those kinds of things. There is definitely a need for this travel center. So it'll, it will be, um, an important issue for the board to vote on. They did not vote on these requests at the March 13th meeting. It'll be back on the, for a future agenda, probably for March 27th. So that took up the bulk of the meeting because it is such an important thing for both our citizens and those who may be traveling through our area. And so you hit the nail on the head, I think, when you said that the board's going to need to take some time to evaluate this important request and see how they want it to move forward. So it took a really long time in the meeting, but in essence, now it's just a, an evaluation period, right? There's no decision was made or anything like that. That's right. It did okay. take a while. I think the board tried really to understand the issues and the benefits. And um, the applicant also spoke and addressed some of the questions of the board as well. So it, it did take a while, but I think it was a good, good topic to discuss. A lot of good information came out. Sure did. Yeah. Um, 
and it's exciting to, to learn about these potential things that may be coming to our community. So we'll see how it all plays out. And I think that's the bottom line here. So we covered a lot of public hearings, but uh, the short story is stay tuned because they're coming back before the board right. at some point. And it could be as early as March 27th. So we'll find out more as the weeks and months come. So after the public hearings were over, uh, the board did take a quick break because it was pretty late in the night at that point. And then they came back to finish the meeting with a budget work session. And so currently, I know we've been talking about this, but the board, uh, we're in fiscal year 2023. And fiscal year 2023 ends at the end of June of this year. And then on July 1st, we will start a new fiscal year. And that's what the board is planning for right now. And that's our fiscal year 2024 budget. So included in the proposed budget, uh, was a proposal to fund some school resource officers uh, for both the county schools, which we already do, and then additional school resource officers um, for the schools located within the town of Christiansburg. And just real quick recap, um, that is a result of the Christiansburg Town Council voting to end funding for um, SROs in, within the schools within the town limits. And as we've said before, um, the way it's been handled historically and I'm hoping you'll jump in if I have this wrong, but <laughs> it's basically been a jurisdictional, um, the way it's been handled. So if you're within the towns, you have school resource officers um, that are town police officers because it's within the city limit or the town limits. I'm going to say city, it's wrong. Um, <laughs> right. uh, so that's how it's been handled in the past, but now we're at this uh, crossroads potentially for the board to actually fund school resource officers in the schools. Is that what did I goof up there? That's, did I get it? That's right. It's okay. um, We have historically, the county has funded Montgomery County Public Schools school resource officers in the unincorporated portions of the county. See, you and, say it so much better. Good job. <laughs> I've been living with this for several years and, <laughs> um, since it started. And when it started, the county funded the unincorporated portions of the county and then the towns, as you said, funded the incorporated portions. And like you said, it's a jurisdictional thing because the sheriff's office has jurisdiction in the unincorporated parts of the county. So it makes sense for Montgomery County Public Schools in the unincorporated part to have sheriff's deputies in those schools. And then in the towns, likewise, it makes sense for town officers to be there. Um, the county provides one school resource officer in every unincorporated school in the in every school in the unincorporated portion of the county. And as you said, the town of Christiansburg recently voted to eliminate funding for the officers in the MCPS buildings that are in the town of Christiansburg. So what we're addressing are those town of Christiansburg schools. We're not discussing the town of Blacksburg schools. And um, the, the board did give consensus to fund those positions. So I think as we move forward throughout the budget process, we'll just have to figure out how that will be funded. We originally included in the request five positions for SROs, but the sheriff has come to the board and expressed that he needs to have seven employees, seven SROs plus an admin person. So that would be a total of eight people to um, make this program successful. So we're addressing that. And then the next step for the budget discussion is to have an overall discussion 
we're going to have a public hearing for the advertised tax rate and the budget on April 13th. Before then, we will continue to have work sessions with the board at our regularly scheduled meetings and bring up any topics that they want to discuss at that time. And then hopefully on April 24th, the board will vote on vote to approve a tax rate and a budget. So between now and April 24th, the board will continue to review the proposed budget, listen to citizen input, and then vote, hopefully, as I said, on the 24th of April. And as you stated, Jen, the fiscal year 24 budget will begin on July 1st of 2023. I always have to pause when I'm saying the <laughs> dates because like, it, you know, I don't want to goof and say the wrong year and then all that fun stuff. So yeah, thank you. Yes. Thanks for walking through uh, all of that with us. And thank you again for taking the time to join us today and providing us with an update on the March 13th Board of Supervisors meeting. If you want to learn more about the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors or Montgomery County in general, we hope you'll visit our website at montba.com. And again, uh, we've said this before, but uh, we just try to hit the highlights when we come together and give this quick recap for you. But if you ever want to view our meetings in their entirety, including the items that we don't always go over, um, please feel free to visit our YouTube channel. You can view them uh, the entire meeting, everything, all the four hours that we uh, enjoyed together at the March 13th meeting. It's available at our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery VA. Thanks again. Thank you. Have a great day.